Plains tonight, the government's new agriculture emissions scheme could put farmers out of business. The weighty government plan unveiled today will see farmers pay for pollution by 2025 and is largely based on the model developed by the industry group, Hewaka Ekanoa. It's a split levy system, one for short and one for long-life green ga- greenhouse gas emissions. Farmers can offset their emissions bill by, for example, adopting new tech. Well, joining us now is the chair of Beef and Lamb New Zealand, Andrew Morrison. Kia ora, Andrew. Good, Alicia. How are you? I'm well, thanks. What do you think of this? Because um, some are saying it's going to rip the guts out of small-town New Zealand. Is that being a bit melodramatic? Oh, no. Look, let's take this quite seriously. Look, let's be quite clear. New Zealand's the first country in the world that's putting a price on agricultural emissions. So that's the reason why we have to make sure that this system is right. Uh, we made some pretty robust recommendations with the Haywalk Economic Proposal, and a couple of the pillars have been pulled out, or a couple of the jinga blocks have been pulled out that does seriously compromise the profitability of the sheep, beef and deer sector. So quite concerned around the changes. So when, when the suggestion is made it could destroy small towns, how so? Are you talking about people shutting up shop and going to do something else because it's not worth it anymore? Well, let's be clear, it will have a significant impact the way it's proposed today, but this is not the way it was proposed from the partnership. So the partnership's going to stick strong on this. This is the 11 industry uh, groups. And what's quite interesting, we worked with two ministries, you know, Ministry for the Environment, Ministry of Primary Industries, in creating this recommendation. So surprising that government would come back and pull a couple of the key planks being the crucial sequestrations uh, recognition and what they're consulting on today. We'll get to that in a second, but can you just explain to listeners in the simplest possible terms, why is this hitting um, beef and lamb harder than dairy? Um, the price per methane emission is the same irrespective of whether you are a sheep and beef farmer or a dairy farmer. It's, it's effectively your profitability in relation to your uh, methane emissions is the factor. If you've got more money in the bank or more money in the business, this becomes less imposing on your business. If, you're, if your business is slightly less profitable, um, then the, the methane prices have a larger impact on your business. But that's fair, isn't it? Because you're both belching out the same kind of pollution so why wouldn't you pay the same that is correct you know that's an assumption there that we are both uh, pricing our emissions at the same so what we have to be quite clear though is um is pricing the only way to achieve the results the second thing is as i say it's the counter side of the ledger which is the sequestration as you are pricing on one side of the ledger you have to take recognition for the changes you're making on other aspects of your business and that's the stuff that's been quite contentious in the release today Okay, Andrew, so in plain people speak, when we talk talk about sequestration, which is a terrible word to get out, I should say, you're talking about, like, planting that would hold carbon, right? Appropriate trees and what have you. So what do you feel hard done by in terms of this um, announcement today in respect of plantings? Yeah, look, we didn't even know the word sequestration five or six years ago, did we? That was a really good point. The point being is, you know, you want the full gambit. You know, hand on heart, we have not asked for anything that there's not, you know, taking carbon in. What has been excluded here is the small woodlots, the scattered trees, the integration of the trees and the shelter belts on people's farms. Now, we want to play our part. By the same token, we want recognition for all the things that a bunch of us have been doing for a number of years already. And to have that excluded is just, you know, as I say, hand on heart, it's just not recognising all the tools in the toolbox or all the mitigations we're using. 
But the the report makes the point it's difficult to count that stuff, and also you cut shelter belts, which defeats the purpose of having them for um, a mitigation. Yeah, no. The point is that there's a there's a comment there that it's hard to uh, to validate. Well, no. Let's let's look at that. We've got some great technologies of artificial intelligence, drone technology, satellite technology. It's easy to measure these, and we've only recommended down to 0.25 of a hectare. So we're not going minimal. You know, smaller than that. For 4.25 of a hectare is equal one hectare, which is what the current ETS is. If we want to be really good as New Zealand farmers and integrate shade and shelter and biodiversity and riparian strips, we want to be able to recognise those. Riparian strips have been recognised. It will be just as hard to measure those, supposedly, as it would be to recognise those 0.25, 0.3, 0.4 hectare blocks we've been talking about. Really appreciate your time this evening, Andrew. That's Andrew Morrison, who's the chair of Beef and Lamb New Zealand. It is 20 minutes to six, and you're with Checkpoint on RNZ National.